Welcome to this series of Bible lessons on the New Testament. In these 42 lessons, we will teach the history of the Lord Jesus as delivered to us in the four Gospels. We will start with the days that led up to Christ's humble birth in Bethlehem. We will then look at his blessed ministry, his suffering, his death, and resurrection. His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension, and after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. In Lesson 4 of our Bible study on the life and ministry of Christ, we wish to study the early years of Jesus. There is very little written about those early years, but there are three events that we want to focus on in this lesson. First, when Jesus is presented in the temple that you may find recorded in Luke 2, verse 21 through 39. Then, secondly, we want to see the wise men visiting Jesus. That is recorded in Matthew 2. And then, in the third place, we want to see Jesus in the temple for the Passover. And that is recorded in Luke 2, verse 40 through 52. So first, Jesus presented in the temple. Jesus is not only the Son of God, but he is born of a woman. Therefore, he is also under the law. And then he must be circumcised on the eighth day. And he is named Jesus, which means Savior as the angel Gabriel had already said. But then when Jesus is 40 days old, Joseph and Mary must take him to the temple again, because the law of Moses stated that the firstborn child, the firstborn boy child, belonged to the Lord. And so the parents would have to take this child to the temple with an offering uh, to redeem this child. And so Joseph and Mary go to the temple with an offering of pigeons, the offering of the poor, to redeem this child. And when they enter in the temple, suddenly a man appears before them and he takes this child in his arms. Who is this man? Well, it is Simeon. Simeon is a just and devout man who lived in Jerusalem and who feared the Lord. But not only that, the Lord had also promised Simeon that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Christ. And so 
In the morning of this day, he is led by the Spirit uh, to go to the temple. And there, by faith, he may behold that child as Joseph and Mary enter the temple. He takes this child in his arms, and then he praises God, and he says, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation. He, by faith, could testify that this child, all, only a little child, didn't look any different than any other child, was that child that God had promised. We do not know whether Simeon was old or young, but we may believe that any of God's people may testify of this when the Lord comes to reveal himself so clearly, oh, then they are ready to die. And that is what Simeon also says, Now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace. Let me die, because I have seen thy salvation. At that same time, he also blesses Mary, and he says to Mary, This child is set for the fall and rising of many. Ah, then we will see that uh, throughout the ministry and the life of Christ, uh, that he will be for the fall of many. Those who do not believe in him, those who reject him, uh, they will fall, they will perish but he will be for the rising of many as well. There will be many who will look upon him by faith, believing that he is the Savior, the Son of God, and they will rise to eternal glory. While Simeon is blessing them, an old woman enters the temple, Anna. She is a prophetess. And she is an old woman. She has been a widow for many years. But she also may behold this child, and she may praise God for it. And not only does she praise God there in the temple, no, she goes throughout all of Jerusalem to tell any of those people of God who are waiting for the coming of the Savior that he has a truly come. Then we see that Joseph and Mary and the child return to a home in Bethlehem. They have not returned to Nazareth. They again are waiting for the Lord. And it is during their stay in Bethlehem that we come to our part two, where we have the wise men coming to visit, as recorded in Matthew 2. We say, wise men, who are they? Where do they come from? Well, wise men in those days were astrologers, because in many Eastern cultures, these astrologers would study the stars to determine events in the world around them. We would say they study the horoscopes. And suddenly, one day, they see this star, a unique star, a star that they have never seen before. And then we may suppose that it makes them think of the prophecies of Balaam and of Daniel, because these people have also had communication with the Jews that still lived in their land. 
And then they may believe that that star is speaking of the star in Judah, the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by faith, they make preparations. They make all things ready for a long journey from Arabia is where we believe they were all the way to Jerusalem. And I say to Jerusalem because by faith they travel to Jerusalem. There is no star that is leading them to Jerusalem. But they reason and say, where will the king of the Jews be born? Well, <clears throat> naturally in Jerusalem. And so they travel to Jerusalem. And as they enter the city, they may have been surprised that there was no evidence of a king of the Jews born. There was nothing to show that the people were celebrating. And yet by faith they ask, where is he that is born king of the Jews? Oh, they ask the people on the street. They look at them in amazement. They know nothing about it. Finally, they go to the palace of King Herod and they ask him, where is he? that is born king of the Jews. Oh, when Herod hears this, he is troubled because Herod is very afraid that another king will take his throne. He has even killed some of his family members when he thought they threatened him. And so he does not know the answer, but he calls the scribes and the Pharisees and he asks them, he says, where will the king of the Jews be born? And they know the answer. They know the scriptures. They say, well, that is recorded in Micah 5 verse 2, that the Savior will be born in Bethlehem. So then Herod calls the wise men and he says, you have to go to Bethlehem. That is where the child is, the king of the Jews. But he says, when you go and you find him, be sure to come back and tell me where so that I can also worship him. But that was not his intent. It was also already his intent to slay this child. But the wise men now leave Jerusalem. And note, immediately the star that they had seen in the east again appears, and it leads them directly to the house in Bethlehem, where Joseph and Mary and the child are. Oh, they fall down and they worship this child as the king of the Jews. And then they even bring gifts. We notice special gifts. They bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold is a gift for kings. Frankincense is a gift for priests. And myrrh is a gift for the dead. Oh, did they understand that Jesus would be the king, the priest, but that he would also die for his people? We do not know, but we do know that they were warned by an angel not to return to Herod. So they went back to their land another way. When Herod waits for some time and realizes that he has been mocked and deceived, Oh, then he is full of anger and filled with devilish hatred. 
and he puts his devilish plan into effect. He sends his soldiers to Bethlehem, and he tells them to slay every boy that is two years old and younger. But the Lord knows all things. The Lord also knew this was going to happen, and he has already sent his angel to warn Joseph to take Mary and the child and to flee into Egypt and to stay there until he hears from God. Oh, then we think of the gifts that he has received. With that gold, they can live in Egypt. Maybe they have even bought a donkey to travel to Egypt. But we must again observe God's counsel will stand. Also, the prophecy that Jesus would be called out of Egypt is fulfilled in this way. And we do not know how long that they stayed in Egypt, but it does say until the death of Herod. And then they are again told by the angel to return to their land and then to return to Nazareth, for Jesus would be a Nazarene. That takes us to our third part, Jesus in the temple in Luke 2, verse 40 through 52. Jesus grew up in Nazareth as any boy, except without sin. And yet, when Jesus is 12 years old, now he travels with his father and mother to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover feast. And they fulfill the days of the feast in Jerusalem. And then they return, and as their custom was, the men would travel together and the women would travel together. And so they did not realize that Jesus tarried behind. He stayed in Jerusalem. And after the first day of traveling, uh, when they would encamp for the evening, they could not find him. Oh, then they worried. And the next day they returned to Jerusalem and began to look for him. And finally, on the third day, they find Jesus sitting in the temple with the doctors and the scribes. He is asking them questions, and he is answering their questions. And it says they were all astonished by his wisdom. Ah, uh, we should not be astonished that Jesus is filled with wisdom of God. But then we hear Mary saying, Son, why have you done this? Your father and I have looked for you all over. And Jesus says, Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? Jesus there tells Mary that he is in his father's business. He is doing what God has sent him to do, uh, to teach and to preach. But Jesus does return with Joseph and Mary to Nazareth, and then he is subject unto them until he is 30 years of age. There again we have a lesson also for our young people and children to obey our parents, even as Jesus was subject unto his parents. That is also what the fifth commandment teaches us. Honor thy father and thy mother. That is the commandment with promise. All oh, that we may truly see that 
to keep God's commandments, that is a blessing. May it be our desire, even as Jesus did. Thank you.